Are you ready to stop riding the emotional elevator of life? Are you ready to learn how to elevate your emotions that keep you psychologically traumatized or in an addictive behavior? You are in the right place. Here is your host, Sandy Bird, trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach of the Emotional Elevator Show. Welcome, everyone. I don't know why I always lean in, but welcome, everyone. I am Sandy Bird. I am the host of Emotional Elevator. And tonight, we're just going to talk about naughty and nice. But first, let's just kind of talk about last week and doing a little bit of left yoga. I hope everyone saw it. If you didn't, please watch it. And next week at all, during the holiday season, or if you already in your holiday season or at the end of it, you just need a moment to laugh please do so. And in this next week, the first things I want to continue to say, um, since I do deal with a lot of people who go through severe trauma and addiction, that the holiday sometimes can be very triggering to many people. I was one of those people. Um, and I was just laughing about, I am um, a recovering, three-year recovery of a shopaholic person who felt the need to purchase everyone, everything on Christmas, and I am in recovery. And so I just want to tell people that during this next couple of weeks, make sure you're taking time for yourself. Make sure you are doing childlike behaviors. If there is snow, throw a snowball. Um, like I've said too, do something. If you're at the beach or if you've traveled overseas for the holiday do something that's going to bring joy to, to you, especially during this time, because a lot of times during this time, we think about sometimes the loss of loved ones or when we've ended a relationship or we're in recovery, we dwell too much on those things. Instead, take those moments to remember those good times the times of laughing, the times of having fun. But we're going to dive into this show. This show is all about what makes you think you've been naughty or nice? What is naughty or nice? And who tells you whether you're naughty or nice? As children, many parents said, oh, don't do that because Santa's watching. And what constituted being naughty or nice? And that's been a big conversation recently that I've had with a couple of clients is them thinking sometimes the behavior is naughty or it's a little too nice. And what constitutes that? Who said you're being a little too nice? Or who said you're being a little too naughty? Because a lot of people know me either as a coach, as a friend, as a mother, as a aunt, everything, I am very much, you want my opinion, I'm going to give it to you. And I'm not a sugarcoating person. I'm very much direct. And I have people sometimes that say, wasn't so nice. Why is what I'm saying sometimes not so nice? Is it because I am direct? If you ask me, so 
let's talk about the holiday. So I don't really have $200, but my daughter wants this coat that's $200. Well, why do you feel you need to buy your daughter that $200 coat? Well, because she needs a coat. But why the $200 coat? If you don't have it, why buy it? Well, I mean, hang on, Sandy, that's my daughter. Like, be real. No, I'm being real. I'm kind of being realistic. And then I get the approach of, you know, you're not being so nice. But why is that not being nice? Because I'm being direct and I'm being honest. That's not nice. So that's kind of what I'm getting to tonight is naughty or nice. And what is naughty? So where I am in Virginia, there are a couple of malls that have, they're outside. So there's grass. And some people don't really take highly to someone wanting just to sit on the ground and meditate outside. Now, that's not necessarily naughty. Some people fringe on it or going to the park and just running around and acting like a kid at 54 years old. Like I said, I'm about to turn 55. Why is that seen as kind of like naughty? I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't, you know, this is a big thing for me. At 54, well, I started this at 52. Why did you start like dyeing your hair those colors? I mean, come on, you're 54 years old. Does that make me naughty? No, it just makes me free-spirited. It makes me enjoy me. It makes me go back to that inner child of not being able to do those kind of things. And now I'm free to do that. So that's kind of what tonight's conversation is about, is naughty or nice. And what constitutes being nice? Being people pleaser? Is that really being nice? Or is that overcompensating for a feeling of lack? And that's what sometimes being nice is about, is when we allow people to walk all over us. Is that really being nice? Or is that coming from a place of lack? So we aren't necessarily being nice. We're overcompensating for something within ourselves. And then when we want to do something that we want to do, and we bend to please somebody else. Is that being naughty to ourselves? Are we not respecting ourselves? So is that being naughty? And some people probably saw this and went, ooh, nice or naughty. She's going to get freaky tonight. No, I'm going to say, and if I did get freaky tonight, is that being naughty or is that just being Because what is wrong with doing something that brings joy, pleasure, love to you, why is sometimes that seen as naughty? And when I want to speak my mind and or I want to buy a rose for somebody out there just to buy them a rose, does that mean that moment I'm coming from a moment of lack or am I just being nice? So that's what the conversation tonight is about. And that's what, um, with it being the holidays, a lot of the conversations have been with my clients and just going out with friends and enjoying doing lunches and 
having this time during this time of year where you like to be with people and doing things to be nice and then saying, hey, you know what? Just take off my shoes and walk through them all barefooted. Ooh, don't do that. That's gross. Or how would you want to do that? Look, it's naughty. But maybe it's because everybody's energy around me, I want to ground myself where I'm at. So to some people, that's being naughty. But also, if I want to be a little flirtatious, because it's the holidays and I'm feeling good, joyful, laughter. Is that me being naughty because I'm married? No, that's just me being very joyful, happy, and wanting to bring joy to others that I see maybe a little bit with some sorrow or just not seeing the joy within them. Because this is the time of year where a lot of people don't have joy in their life or experience the happiness of the holidays. And being nice to them or being naughty is okay. And who tells us? Who is that person that can tell us whether or not we're being nice or whether we're being naughty? And examples, like I've said, is especially during this time of year, by just doing that, what are door open for someone? You're not going overboard, saying thank you to the person that held the door open for you. That's being nice. And that's just that little thing that you can do that might bring joy to someone's going to somebody or being a little bit frisky, playful, going in somewhere and just laughing like I've done recently for the holidays, kind of dropping little notes here and there. Go say hi to someone you don't know. Putting little love notes, places for the holidays. Is that me being naughty? Maybe so. Go hunk, hug, hunk. Go hug somebody you don't know. Challenging. Maybe not so good, but why not? So in my area, if you're listening to me and you found a little note that says, go say hi to someone today. Give someone a high five you don't know. Walk up to a total stranger. Tell them they look beautiful. That's kind of what I've done for the holidays because those little notes, when you look around, who's doing that? Kind of brings a little bit of attention to an inner child, to a child that you were when you did nice things like that nice things. Have you ever thought of just buying a random gift or a gift card to somewhere and just leaving it somewhere and putting on it a little note that says, whoever found this, 
I hope this makes your day. And you don't need to be recognized for it or anything. Just do something like that. It's kind of nice. And what would you think if you were the receiver of that? Was someone just bringing joy to you? Because during the holidays, we kind of go inward in a sense, not outward. So we do things sometimes that we want to do, but we overcompensate with others. And I've always been that person during the holidays where it's not about bringing joy to myself. It's about bringing joy to others. And I've decided I want to bring joy to myself. I also seeing joy in others. And that's why for me going places and just doing laughter or kind of singing and dancing and, you know, swaying the hips a little bit. And I have, I have had people approach me because I'm just out there swaying, singing, you know, being a little naughty. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Why? What makes what I'm doing wrong? I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm not harming anyone. I'm not harming myself. So why do we put judgment on other people when we are just trying to bring joy to other people? Being in the middle of a store and a song comes on. And I started singing it, especially right now during the holidays. And I start singing it. Even if I start singing it off tune, I can sing. But if I start singing off tune, just so people turn around and go, what is she thinking? It might get them laughing and it might bring joy to them in the moment. And so tonight I'm kind of talking a little bit about elevating yourself. And elevating those around you by just doing little things. Grabbing someone's hand and getting them to see if they dance with you. Now, I've also heard about that. Like, this taboo that because I'm married, I'm a grandma, I'm a mother, I need to be postured. I don't even know the other words to say. I thought about it earlier today, but I shouldn't be doing these things. Why? Why not? Because the person that I might say, hey, dance with me, even if it's another lady, older man who you don't know, he could be having a bad day. This could be a year of loss for him. And by me doing something fun like that could bring him joy. Could remind him of a joyful time in his life, maybe with his partner, whether it was female or male. And when it comes to just 
doing something nice, like leaving something somewhere for someone to pick up. I hope this brightens your day. You have a beautiful smile. They might not even have a beautiful smile. But just giving that moment of opportunity to spread that love, that joy to someone who you don't know, who you don't even know if they're having a joyful day, can mean the whole difference. See, for me, I was kind of that Scrooge before. I was kind of a Scrooge before. Where I felt everybody had a porn to me, to bring me joy. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Because guess what? It's boring time for our first break. You're listening to Sandy Bird here on Emotional Elevator. I introduced myself when I started this. But we're already ready for our first break. And when we come back, we're going to kind of go into a little bit of how I was kind of the past Christmases and how I've elevated myself and how I've been doing these things helps to even elevate myself even more. So again, thank you for joining me tonight because we're talking about naughty or nice. What would you prefer to be? Or both? So we will be right back. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to sandy at emotionalelevator.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back. As I was talking in the first part of the show, who told you whether you were naughty or nice? And who is watching to make sure you are nice and not naughty? And can you be naughty and nice? Yes. And what really is naughty being? Because your naughty could be not my naughty. And why do we even say that? 
And where did that start? Like when we were kids, why did they, why did that even evolve? Oh, if you're naughty, you'll get whole. If you're nice, you'll get a good gift. And how did that evolve? Just think about it. There was probably times in my life when I was a kid where I, I was naughty. I can tell you, I was naughty. I wasn't nicest of nice. I was naughty, but I was also nice because I enjoyed bringing joy to other people. But we didn't have a lot. I came from a single parent home. Um, you know, I did get nice presents from my father sent to us, but I didn't grow up in that. So when I didn't receive what I wanted, did that mean I was naughty? That's where some of that is construed. And kind of what I talked about in the beginning was doing things like leaving little trinkets around town that I do, you know, maybe to bring joy into someone's life right now. Because I had to really dive into myself because over the years, as I said, I was overcompensating. I'm a recovering overcompensator for Christmas where I felt the need the need, not the want. Spending all the money I used to was not a want. Felt the need that I had to overcompensate because of the lack I had within to provide. But did they really need all those things that I did? Was I really teaching them that that's being nice? Or was I teaching them a form of obligation? And was I teaching them that they can behave any way they want. And I'm still going to compensate for that. Because when we're kids, oh, remember, Santa's watching. Or depending on your religion or religious belief, you know, God is watching. So you better not do that. You might get judged. And were we really being judged? Was Santa really keeping us and if you were in a home that was traumatic and you felt you didn't know what naughty or nice was because it really didn't matter in that environment, how are you compensating for that now? Because that's a big question. Because if you come from, and this is a lot to do with my coaching, coming, with, coming from clients who were in traumatic childhoods or not even not even traumatic, even healthy childhoods where Christmas was just a traumatic period and they got the impression that they were naughty when they never really were naughty. Children are just children. And the problem that parents and I love hearing stories, even from my hundred-year-old mother-in-law, when she was um, a child, her father was children are to be seen and not heard. So there was many a times where they were doing dishes and her and her sister would giggle and he'd say, dry up in there, dry up. And because... Back then, Christmas wasn't anything but you got like a little teeny trinket or whatever. Does that mean because nowadays would that constitute that she was a naughty child? 
she didn't get these big elaborate Christmases. And now that I have changed my belief in Christmas and it should be more about the holiday and about spending the time together, is that going to, as I start having grandkids, is that going to make them feel like they aren't valued, valued because I didn't go overboard or it wasn't extravagant? And that's a lot of the naughty and nice. When do we compensate for nice and not compensate for naughty? And how can a holiday misconstrue that? And it's wrong with being naughty. I mean, being an adult and hearing the word naughty, you kind of get perverted. Maybe that's not the word. But, you know, now as an adult, when I think naughty, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to play the maid tonight. Not necessarily naughty. Um, because that's an expression for me. So is that really naughty? I was like, this being who I am as an adult female, a monogamous marriage, even if it wasn't monogamous, what am I thinking? But being in a marriage, do I have to be the perfect what society sees me as, as a wife, that I should, you know, look forward. Don't look at that person. Don't speak to that person. Don't flirt. Because sometimes my husband does too. He'll deny it. Just like sometimes I'll deny it. But sometimes is it just bringing joy to someone or is it just being nice? But other people see it and go, oh, you should have been flirting. Or whenever I'm sometimes out with four friends and we're out somewhere and they're like, oh, that guy totally was flirting with you. Okay. I don't feel like I was flirting back. Or I wasn't interested at all. I was just having a good conversation. And when he asked me what I did do, and I talked about my coaching and talked about laughter yoga and that intrigued him and tell me more, it's not me being naughty. That's not me being a sleazy car salesman. Sorry. Are you car salesmen? Sorry. Sorry. I have some very close friends that sell cars. But it's just that feeling that we associate talking us up, feeling good about ourselves. And when we are in committed relationships, that's considered naughty. When someone brings joy to me to ask me, what do you do? Hey, tell me more about laughter yoga. And they're excited and I get excited if that's considered flirting and it's naughty. I don't see that as that. And I never have and I never will because I'm just an expressful person. But also nice. I'm a nice person. I am also, as I stated in the beginning, I'm a straightforward person that some people say, wow, you shouldn't have said that that way. It wasn't too nice. So I'm supposed to sugarcoat things sometimes in life. Now, I'm not rude. There's a difference with straightforward and rude. I've never had people tell me I'm rude 
I've said people tell me I'm straightforward and maybe I could have said that a different way. So does that not make me nice? No, it just makes me straightforward. And I'm not going to sugarcoat some, something to, I guess, make someone feel something that they really don't want to feel or they wouldn't have asked that question. And who made it that if you're straightforward and an honest person, that's not being nice? Who said, oh, that's not being very nice? Now, I do remember multiple times as a child, and I would say something my brother would say something to me and I would turn around and be like, come on, that's stupid. Could that have been not been so nice? No, probably wasn't. And I don't like to hear that anymore as an adult because sometimes we don't hear, oh, that sounded stupid and we take it as you're stupid. So to me, no, I would never say something like that because I don't see that as being very nice. But if someone asked me, is this the great, is this color blue a good color? Not really. I'm just being straightforward and honest. But who told me or who instilled that in us that sometimes what we say isn't nice and we need to sugarcoat things for other people to make them feel better. And that's kind of what I've been talking a lot with my clients about is sometimes we over niceness because we want our feelings hurt over hurting somebody else's feelings instead of just not having the conversation at all. Saying, you know what? I really don't have an opinion on this subject. Especially right now, there's many topics in the world. And if you don't have an opinion on something, like I've multiple times had someone come up to me and ask me, hey, what do you think of this? I really don't have an opinion on that. Well, what do you mean you don't have an opinion on that? I really don't have an opinion on that. That doesn't mean I'm not trying not to be nice. It's just trying to say, this is not a conversation I want to have. and. Honestly, I really don't have an opinion on there because people who know me know I like to research things. I like to really know a little bit more of what I'm talking about than to just talk about something. Sometimes I feel like I do that sometimes on the show about I've over-researched things and I start talking about it. And that's exactly... What it is with nice. Who, who gave us the definitions? And who, especially during the holidays, tried to instill that in us as children? Oh, you better be nice. Don't be naughty. Because what's wrong with either or? And what makes sometimes standing up for ourselves naughty, especially when we're children. And if we don't get what we want, 
sometimes that makes us feel like we were naughty. Because we all know as kids, naughty meant bad. Nice meant good. The connotations there. Naughty is bad. Nice is good. And if you're naughty or bad, you're not going to get anything. If you're nice and good, you get things. And then you didn't get anything anyway. And you did your best. There's power in that. And that's where sometimes we get that lack of value, that lack of worth. Because I've done my best I can do, and I'm still not getting anything. I'm not being rewarded. So why should I even try to be nice? Because there's no rewards. Oh my goodness, it's time for our second break. Gosh, the time is flying tonight. And tonight we're just talking a little bit about naughty or nice and who made up those definitions and why did we put that and instill that in children that they have to be nice and not naughty and kind of as we get to be adults, what does naughty really mean? What does it mean to be nice? So again, you're joining me tonight on Emotional Elevator and I am your host, Cindy Burt and stay tuned. We still got a lot to talk about. So thank you for joining me tonight. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Sandy at EmotionalElevator.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So, in the first part of the show, I kind of went into naughty and nice and how, as children, if you lived kind of in a trauma environment and you didn't get what you wanted, did that mean you're naughty? And sometimes we overindulged our kids or overcompensated with our kids 
did that mean we were praising naughty behavior? And naughty weighs in at almost bad. And nice weighs in at good. But can you be naughty and nice? And if you're standing up for yourself, are you being naughty? And if you're direct and to the point, are you not being nice? So that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. And went into a little bit of working with clients and everything and how sometimes we overcompensate during the holidays. And are we teaching them that it's okay to be naughty? And are we teaching them it's okay to not be nice? And that's kind of what I'm going into tonight about naughty and nice. And why did we ever start that? And put this Santa Claus or God as this supreme being that judges us, which doesn't judge us. Because if you think about it, in a spiritual realm, God, universe, source, however you say it, because I'm talking to everyone, doesn't judge you whether you're naughty or nice. It's whether or not you ask for forgiveness when you're naughty, you're forgiven. And if you're nice, if you're nice, but not nice with intentions, is that the same thing as being naughty or not? And as kids, why did we measure that? And how did that put the feelings of lack into us? The first part I was kind of talking about, you know, doing little good things out there and bringing joy to others. And that's things I like to do. And how sometimes with me being flirty in a way, or just kind of being mean, some people take that as I'm being naughty or disrespectful. Who am I being disrespectful to? I'm not when I'm out and enjoying myself and being who I am, singing, dancing, laughing, having conversations in perfect strangers' places, I have been judged by a jury. That's not my jury. That's not my God. Because I am married. I am a mother. And because I enjoy bringing joy to other people, I'm judged for that. And who are they to judge me? Because I'm not leaving with anybody. I'm not, I come home to my husband, but it is that. And where did we judge other people for them living their lives? And as I also talked a little bit about is sometimes I'm a very direct person. If you ask for my opinion, and it's something I have an opinion on, I'm going to be direct. I'm not somebody who sugarcoats it. Never have been, never will be. Other people say it's because I'm from Jersey. But I was raised in a family that that's what we did. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm being nice in a sense, 
but other people don't see that as nice because you know you could you could say that differently no i don't like that top how can i say that any differently oh that's a really pretty top but i wouldn't wear it that's basically saying the same thing and when we instill that in children when it comes to a holiday with presents and trinkets and all these things that come around during this time of year, what are we teaching them? That A, it's okay to be, I guess, quote unquote naughty, which is sometimes correlated with bad. It's okay to be that and I'm still going to reward you. Or you've been good all year, but this is all I can afford and I'm playing Santa. Oops, hope no children are out there listening. And I'm telling Santa. And all you get is this little thing. Does that mean I wasn't nice enough? So do you think sometimes maybe if we took the materialistic, the commercial side of a holiday out of things and just enjoyed what the holiday represents, do you think that could bring a lot more less lack in people's life? Less lack. Yeah, that makes sense. Less lack. Because when we start very young, telling children, oh, you better watch what you do because Santa Claus is watching or God's watching you, it almost puts a sense of fear. Think about that. A sense of fear. in children and it also promotes a lack of or an overcompensation of because if we overindulge our children what are we doing we're basically spoiling them and i don't like that saying spare the rod spoil the child i have never liked that because there's so many different connotations. That could be a whole another subject down the road. But that's what I'm saying is by always telling our kids, oh, and we promote it during the month of November and December. You don't hear parents in, oh, you, you, oh, you better be nice, not naughty, because Santa's still watching you. You, you don't really hear it until the holidays come around. And then it's so they become our little soldiers. Maybe that's the wrong word right now. But they conform to us because of naughty or nice. And this higher power is watching you. And that really has taken a whole new meaning for me to where I do things that just bring joy to other people. Because you don't, know what sometimes people come from and you don't know the trauma and it's the same thing as working with addiction during this time of year sometimes the addiction comes from the fact that they're a little bit traumatized around the holidays addictions run higher around holidays 
because of the fact of the lack of or the feeling of the feeling of not good enough, the feeling of not feeling valued, the feeling of feeling unworthy, especially this time of year because they can't compensate or do for somebody that was done to them or nobody's doing for them what was done for them. They can't do for somebody and it can't be done for them. So that's why within my family and within my holidays, I no longer we used to go out with friends and it was always, oh, let me get a gift card. Let me get a gift card. Let me get a gift card. Oh, I'm, oh, this person called and asked me to go lunch. Oh, shoot. Let me run by and get them a gift card or let me run by and get them some. No, everyone around me knows now. Let's go out to lunch. Let's enjoy each other's company. And don't compensate for anything. Because that's what the spirit of the holidays is all about. Is just enjoying time, not money, not this notion of, oh, were you naughty or were you nice this year? Not even talking about that anymore because we all have sides of us that are great and good. And then there's things we want to work on and change. And by continually stirring that pot, all it does is make the pot boil more. Think about it, the pot boil more. So, oh my gosh, it's time for the last break. But I've been talking a lot about naughty or nice. And now that we're on that subject, next week's topic is more resolutions, good or bad. Because we're going to dive into that because one of the things I like to say, did you buy into your resolution or did you tie into your resolution? And I'll be talking about that next week because it is almost a new year and resolutions are a big thing as we all know. And it's a big topic to have. And a lot of people don't believe in them. And a lot of people do believe in them at different times of the year to start them. So we're going to go on our last break. And you're listening to Emotional Elevator, and I am Sandy Bird, and we are talking about naughty or nice tonight. So thank you for joining me. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to sandy at emotionalelevator.com. Now, back to the program.
Welcome back. We didn't have much time tonight. But so, have you been naughty this year? Or have you been nice? Or have you been both? And what's wrong with being both? You got to have a little bit of bad to see good. And you got to have a little bit of good to see the bad. And that's what growing and learning is about. And that's what I've talked about tonight is why did we even start the naughty or nice? And why are we putting someone in charge of that? And why are we telling children, oh, you better be nice or naughty. Like we start this what in November and say it all the time. Oh, you better watch out. Santa's watching or God's watching. And why do we instill that? Because if you have an internal moral compass, you will know it's almost like right or wrong. You know if something's right, you know if something's wrong. And uh, maybe a lot more people will be truthful in life if when we were children, we didn't have this put on us. Have you been naughty or have you been nice? Have you been good or have you been bad? And maybe if we didn't have that, where we secretly were bad or naughty, I'm naughty. Um, when we were kids, we were afraid that we weren't going to get gifted something if we were truthful. Maybe a lot more people would tell the truth or children would tell the truth. And accept consequences that are not traumatized consequences, but are just consequences. And just think how different it would be if we could just truly enjoy holidays for the holiday meaning of spending time together and not the commercial meaning of what the holidays are. Because we have turned... And I can say, as I said in the beginning, and I said again, I am a recovering overcompensator for Christmas. I was an overcompensator for Christmas because all the trauma that I put on my own children and that was put on me, what did I do at Christmas? Overcompensated for that. Did that take away from it? No. Did it take away from anything? No. What did it teach them to? It taught them that they can lie and they're still going to be rewarded. It taught them that they can do bad things and they'll still get rewarded. It taught them in a sense that it's okay. And my children also learned that their family lied when it came around the holidays. That was a big time, you know, and it's okay to tell people, oh, your presence in the mail. Why? Why not just say, hey, we can't afford a present this year. And when we go from overcompensating to basically trying to turn this holiday into a holiday, that it was meant to be to spend time together as family. 
it's hard for people to comprehend because that's not what they've been conditioned. And that's why I would love to see us get away from telling children and really focusing on this naughty or nice. Because when we overcompensate or undercompensate or don't even compensate at all, and they're being told these things, what are we doing? They're giving them lack of self-confidence, lack of worth, lack of value over gifts that most of the time as parents, I can speak for myself, I speak for my mother, I can speak for my husband, I can speak for my own children now, where sometimes we don't even have the money, but we do it because we feel an obligation, a big word I say, an obligation over an honor, or we feel we have to do that because that's the nice thing to do. And if I say no, I'm being naughty. So that's kind of what I touched on tonight is I wish we would just take naughty or nice out of the equation, especially with children. And why we put such a negative connotation on naughty and such a positive connotation on nice and how those things can be turned around and how we take naughty as a kid as being bad to an adult. Ooh, she's a naughty girl. It's being kind of have a sexual connotation to it. And what's wrong with being a little naughty? And what's wrong with not being so nice sometimes? What is wrong with that? And maybe a lot more kids would be honest if they didn't think someone was looking over them and would judge them if they were naughty. And just think, I know there's a lot of truthful kids out there. I'm not saying every kid is not truthful, but how many times have kids not told the truth because they're afraid they're not going to get a gift from Santa. So that's what I talked about tonight is all about the naughty or nice. And why did we even start that? So thank you for joining me. You can meet next week. From thank you for listening to the Emotional Elevator Show. Sandy returns Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, start elevating your emotions and stop riding the emotional elevator that is stopping you from living the life you deserve.